If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Officials in this community in the central part of England pretty darn exciting and excited at the prospect. It seems as though the UK holds a big contest every year. It's probably not entirely unlike, say, the Stellar Grant thing that Princeton won a few years ago and had named Wolverhampton, England as one of the finalists for Town of the Year. The community was even chosen as the location where the contest would be formally started, the launch pad, if you will, of a nationwide tour of those in the running. And then someone recounted, not votes, but heads, as the arm of the government overseeing the whole thing said the population of Wolverhampton was too big, and under constitutional law, it was technically a city and not a town, and it was then unceremoniously disqualified. (laughs) Is that how you distinguish the difference between towns and cities? Yes. And that's why, um, say, like Princeton, Oakland City, has a mayor, but Fort Branch... Hobstadt, Owensville, do not. There's a state laws in place that determine how your local government should be based on your population. So you are trying to tell me that yeah. I'm never going to be the mayor of Owensville? No, because there is no such thing. <laughs> well, I guess I'll just quit trying to raise funds. Well, Friday, I am yeah. so glad that you're back. I am. Uh, oh, yeah. Sure, I had a brief little fling with Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Yeah. But I want you to know, Friday... I was thinking of you the entire time I was with those other days. That is true. Oh, my. Remember, it's not a chore if you don't do it. (laughs) No, you're absolutely right. Chores are only things that you actually do. Yes. You can have a whole list. It's just another way of saying procrastination is acceptable. It is around here, Cliff. Yeah. I will say that. I mean, there there are many ways you can say many things. And that's one of those. Speaking of government, Cliff, yes. the folks in the United Kingdom are mm. really, really upset with the royal family <laughs> and the goings-on there. If you've been anywhere around the news in the last 24 yes. hours, yeah. you've been bombarded by that. Right. Everybody has their opinion. All the pundits are saying this is why it's going on. This is why Harry and his wife have decided <laughs> to back away a little bit. Yeah. You want the real story, Cliff? What's the real story? I'll tell you what's going on over there. What is, well, why? What's you going see, on? What's the problem? The royal family yeah. had been planning on a royal family band, and <laughs> Prince Harry was the drummer. And as you well know, Cliff, yeah. you can't have a band without the beat. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. So it was going to be like, uh, I think everyone knows who the Partridge family was. Yes. It's going to be like the Partridge family, but royalty. Yes, <laughs> I believe, I believe in July they were scheduled at the Ford Center, oh, and were. that's all been canceled now because <laughs> no. Harry has decided to leave the beat yeah, at home. That's right. He quit the band. <laughs> but like a lot of bands, yeah. they usually work out their problems. No, they don't. Well, that's true. They just get somebody else in there. Weed, here's a classic tale from the Morning Roadshow Department of I'm from the government and I'm here to help, and it also shows the depth to which those who want what's owed to them will go to get it. 69-year-old Jerry Holloman right now lives in a veteran's home in Collins, Mississippi. He won a bronze star for valor during his service in Vietnam and also served time in the Army in Iraq. 
a 40-year Army veteran who, well, as a result of his service in Vietnam, he was exposed to Agent Orange and has since lost both of his legs below the knees. Back in August, he received a new pair of prosthetic legs from a company called Hanger. Reports say he received a few lessons on using the legs from Hanger and then was notified by their therapist that they'd heard from the Veterans Administration that the agency wasn't paying and that he needed to check with Medicare. Medicare said they'd pay for the bulk of the cost, but there'd be a co-pay because, well, that was their rule. And when Holloman refused, seeing as how he, ex he expected the VA to cover those costs in the end, the company that made the legs did the next logical thing. They came and repossessed his artificial limbs. Holloman told a newspaper in Mississippi that a man just entered his room in the VA facility, picked up his legs, and walked out. When called out by the paper, the legs were returned, but the company is refusing to make final adjustments and finish the training process, leaving the artificial limbs virtually useless. Isn't that sad? <laughs> it's totally sad. It is horrible. <laughs> and if it happens there, yeah. it's probably happening in a lot of different places we don't no, even know You're totally about, right. Are you in the, um, well, looking for a new job? Because I've got the perfect one right here, Cliff, and only three things do you need to have. What's that? You see, Oscar Meyer yeah. is accepting applications right now mm -hmm. to be the driver of their wienermobile. <laughs> That's right. You could be the head wiener driver That's right. of the wienermobile. Get your hands on that wiener. Yes. Now, if you want to apply, yeah. go to oscarmeyer.com. There's mm -hmm. three things you have to be able to validate. To verify. <laughs> okay, what's that? One is you have to have a valid driver's license, well, that obviously. Make, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. You need to have a clean driving record. Okay. And a personal record that's clean, too. A personal record? You know, like you haven't been in jail for 22 years or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Like I'm, a criminal background check. Yes. That kind of thing. Okay. And the well, third and final thing is yeah. you have to have the self-respect of a morning DJ. <laughs> Who'll do anything for publicity. Yes. and Well, someone else's publicity, actually. <laughs> Extra cash, That's too, right. yes. So if you qualify, yeah. go to OscarMeyer.com now. We had thought about that, but it's already being done. That's right. We and got a, uh, in reference to the story that we had at the end of the 7 o'clock news there about the uh, veteran in uh, Mississippi who had his artificial legs repossessed. Yes. Um, someone called and suggested that we start some type of a fundraising campaign to help take care of that. If you go to the, uh, the story was originally presented by the uh, Clarion Ledger, the newspaper in Mississippi, and if you look at their Twitter, they've already started that kind of a thing. So people are doing that already. Yes, or we would be jumping on that That's if we possibly right. could. But we do have something you can jump on. That's exactly right, or jump in. Or jump in. <laughs> as a matter of fact. It's the Polar Plunge <laughs> in Petersburg on the 29th of February. That's right. Cliff and I will go in as deep as we collect donations yes like the donation we collected yesterday from a young lady who drove down from vincennes mm -hmm. and donated money that's right for our uh, cause to help the special Olympics. that's right we had a, an employee of uh, dot drop a hundred dollars in cash on our table and said this is for your special olympics fund and then she then challenged all other dot employees to donate as well so if you want to donate yes and we'd love for you to donate we'd yep. love for you to come up on uh, mm -hmm. the 29th but you don't have to what's the easiest way to donate well the Cliff? easiest way to, to donate is to uh you can look at on our uh, website weedandcliff.com there's a link there that takes you to the donation page 
Uh, if you're on Facebook, if you use Facebook on your phone, that app, you can also go to the Weed and Cliff page and it's posted there as well. You just tap that link and uh, there's a big button that comes up and you can either join the team and come freeze with us or you can just donate to our cause, which in this case is Special Olympics of Indiana. Yes, and if we reach our goal... And you'll see it when you go to that page. Yep. If we reach it, we're going completely under. I don't like most days on this show. <laughs> going under. We're going completely <laughs> under. Well, Cliff, as we all can see on TV, it's really bad in Australia with the wildfires going around. Yes. Yes, indeed. I know a lot of celebrities, including Keith Urban and his wife, mm-hmm. they threw in, I think, a half a million dollars to help out the folks right. down there. And I, I guess on the NBC News last night, a bunch of... Uh, People, a bunch of firefighters from the U.S. arriving in Australia to help with the, the fires out. In, yeah. Too. So that's so, cool. Yeah. And, and it's really bad, and we're yeah. not trying to make light of it or anything. But no. when I hear the news people talking over and over about how all the residents of Australia should flee, evacuate <laughs> due to these fires. Really? That's what they're saying. Have they not seen where these people live? I know. <laughs> these people... Australians. They wake up with tarantulas on their faces, and it doesn't bother them any. They shoo pythons out of their bathtub daily. Uh They're not going anywhere. No. A little fire is not going to scare them away. (laughs) Weed law enforcement in Florida does want you to know a couple of things about the use of medical marijuana in that state, and they're best described by an incident in Fort Pierce back in late December. Police say they encountered the unidentified 46-year-old woman during a traffic stop and during conversation with her got a distinct scent of marijuana. That woman reportedly told officers that it was okay because she had a medical marijuana card that allows her to use the drug in prescription form. And when they asked to see that ID card, she went digging through her purse. And that's when a crack pipe fell out. (laughs) So while Florida does have a medical marijuana program, they do not have a medical crack cocaine program. <laughs> it's one or the other. Either you're illegal or you're not legal. <laughs> oh, really? My doctor, he prescribed this. No, he didn't. No. No, he didn't. Yes. We're going to play the game that I think will be sweeping at least the region, <laughs> if not the entire Midwest. Really? Yes. Wow. And it's going to win you tickets to the Grand Ole Opry. Of course I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. shoving a dice in my armpit and dropping it on the floor <laughs> and you call out the number that it's going to you land on. You have to guess correctly the number that the uh, dice drop from Weed's armpit turns up to win tickets to the Grand Ole Opry. So by 8.30, the armpit of the Opry Challenge will be on this program. <laughs> Tell your friends and neighbors to gather around the radio for some excitement and entertainment. Right. When's that going to happen? We're dropping a dice from my armpit. <laughs> it's radio gold. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, Cliff. The stage yeah. is set. Let's get to it. Hi, who's this? Uh, my name's Dalton. Dalton? Yep. And your last name? Uh, Vory. And where are you from? I'm from Lawrence, Illinois. Okay. All right, Dalton. Have you ever had such excitement in your life, this this game here? <laughs> I guess not. All right. Well, I hope yeah. you win. Okay. I'm going to stick the die under my armpit. In his arm, yes. And I want you to give me the number right now, Dalton, that you think is going to win. Uh, I'm going to say number three. Number three? Number three. All right. Okay, so. Here we go. He's going to. I got to stand up here so I can see what he's doing. In three, two, two, one. (laughs) 
Hey, Dalton, you know what? What? It landed number three. Congratulations, you're the winner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, 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 whoa now. Whoa now. But you did win, Dalton. We've got your name written down on wow. these tickets. Now, if you wanted to see who, who would you see? Um, I don't really know, honestly. Probably Luke Combs, I guess. There you go. Well, Alrighty. congratulations. You drop by, and you have a great weekend, okay? Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, Thank Dalton. You. Well, the game went well until... <laughs> the excitement did of winning. Say, did he say what I think he I said? I think he said that, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. And you know, Cliff, I noticed Yeah. yeah. this is really sad. <laughs> What's that? kind of funny. What? There were more calls coming in <laughs> from dropping a die from yeah. my armpit yeah. than the phrase that pays usually gets. So maybe... Yeah, maybe this, we're, we're onto something. We maybe. could be onto something. Congratulations, <laughs> Dalton. Maybe I missed this, Cliff. Yes. Until just recently. Maybe everybody else knew it, but... Uh, What's that? Those wildfires in Australia. Yeah. You know, we talked about earlier this yes. morning. Mm-hmm. Well, they're saying now that uh, extremely hazardous smoke plumes are heading from Australia to California. Really? And if they're in California, I would think... They're going to end up here. Eventually. Midwest. Yes. We had that discussion at home the other night. Last night, as a matter of fact, because yesterday morning, the sunrise, if you missed it, was just absolutely brilliant. Such deep colors. And we wondered, perhaps, if some of that was not due, in fact, to the way the light has changed because of all the smoke in the atmosphere. Yeah, I don't think it's quite here yet, Cliff, but it's on the way. Okay. And that makes me think, Yeah. up until you know it gets here, mm-hmm. the most dangerous thing that's ever occurred to me from Australia yeah. was the Bloomin' Onion. Those things kill me. Whenever I'm trying oh, to eat them. The blooming onion. Yes. Yeah. That's your clogged artery special right there. That, and my stomach, man. <laughs> oh, no. I thought you had an iron-clad stomach. Iron-clad stomach. Not when it comes to that thing. Oh, I eat it, but I yeah. pay for it. But I'm you telling pay you. for it later. Mm, mercy. And I'm pretty excited about this, Cliff. I what, was what's that? talking with Francie Smith, the chairperson for the Polar Plunge in Petersburg. Oh, yeah, to benefit Special Olympics of Indiana. Yes, yes. and Francie told me mm-hmm. that a lot of the plungers... Yeah. Wear costumes when they go into oh, they the do, lake. Huh? Yes. Really? And I got to thinking about that. And yeah. so this morning when I got here at four o'clock in the morning, yeah. I ordered, I think, what it is gonna be the perfect costume to get <laughs> in the water. Well, given the fact that the name of our team is the Jock Sickles, I'm a little scared by that. Well, no, no, no. I <laughs> oh, I went okay. a different path than that. Oh, good. I use, I use the word polar okay. for my costume. Okay. And if all works out right from yes. Amazon, mm-hmm. I'm going to be going in the water yeah. dressed in a polar bear costume. <laughs> You're going to be dressed as a polar bear. Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. If all goes well, Cliff, yeah. okay. I think it'll fit in just perfect, don't you? Polar plunge, polar, polar bear. bear. Yeah. <sighs> can't wait for this thing to get here. That's cool. Time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Music invokes yes. or evokes 13 key emotions in listeners. Who knew there were that many emotions? Uh, that's what I'm thinking, Cliff. Okay. Now, researchers at the University of California, Berkeley, yeah. performed an extensive analysis, over 2,500 individuals, yeah. recording their emotional responses okay. to thousands and thousands of songs. It's pretty in-depth. Okay. And they found the 13 key emotions that music brings out in all of us. Is? 
amusement, okay. joy, yeah. eroticism, beauty, relaxation, <laughs> sadness, dreaminess, triumph, anxiety, scariness, annoyance, defiance, <laughs> and energizing. Those are the 13 emotions. And I quickly jaunted down, Cliff. Yeah. Not going to say which ones it is. Yeah. But this program, yeah. just the program without the music, mm-hmm. brings out at least five of these emotions right. every morning. And anger. <laughs> I was going with sadness. So, oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. Sadness, yeah. And maybe annoyance there, too. Yeah, that's true. All of that yeah. you can take to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, number number three. You don't want thin walls. Number two, I'm never going to be mayor of Owensville. Sadly, (laughs) now. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today, it's not a chore unless you actually do it. (laughs) If you don't do it, it's just a list of things you'll get to someday. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.